Parental discretion is advised. It is the Monday Mayhem Warriors. I'm Mike Sorg. Hot Mike. Huh? <laughs> Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we have with us from uh, Beacon, New York. He's the only Mayhem of Future Endeavor letter from the WWE. He is mad. Mike. Hi, Sorg. Hi. Um, I, I have a Lego update. Fantastic. We'll get that in one second then. Okay. Yes. Because we have yes. another, we have a special guest with us tonight. Yes, I asked him to call in because we ran into each other in the greater Detroit area. We got a little breathy on the mic, by the way, Mike. I think that's you, oh, perhaps. Sorry, yeah. Put a little away yeah. from the nosy nose. Uh, and we have with us uh, hardcore deathmatch referee to the stars. George Ross is back on the mayhem again. How you doing, George? Good, Sorg. How are you? I ran into you. You said you should come to the show Friday night. And I said, yes, Friday night is the only night I, ha- I don't have a late run with this client in... Uh, up at the Speedway up there, and uh, we got to see uh, Horror Slam, and you as your first night as a senior referee, I do believe. No, right? only a- only acting because the senior referee, the normal senior referee, was not available for the evening. That's the only. Reason. Okay, now I get the full story. Acting, I see how acting it is. Inter- yes, acting, acting interim. interim. Tonight, that's it. Well, either way, I thought it'd be appropriate uh, instead of me trying to clamor and getting everybody's name wrong and, and things that are happening and misremembering everything from like what feels like a week ago to me right now, we'd have you on uh, to talk about this show that I get to experience. And I do have some video clips we'll throw on here for the video crew, I think, uh, as we go here too. Uh, but first, Mike, as you mentioned, you do have a Lego update. And I think we gave you, we, we had a big choice to help you with about a week ago. Was that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we have Obi-Wan coming up this week. Oh, it's this week. Yeah, it's this week. It's this Friday, sort. So, um, I made this little beauty because no one knows where three PO. Explain it for the audio, please. This is um the uh, detentions, the the trash compactor scene from uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. And Sorg, look, the walls close. The walls ah! close in. Yes. And also, if you're looking for three PO and R two. There they are. Oh, there they are. They're right there. Oh, the humanity. Does it have the it, little eye thing that pops up? Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it, it, it was. I put that together over two nights while watching the George Carlin documentary on HBO Max. Oh, I saw that dropped. I, I saw a preview on something else I was watching when I was catching up last night. It so. is lovely. Yes, yes. So maybe we'll have some time. I, unfortunately, I want to go a little short because I, I'm feeling a little rough after uh, recent travels. Um, so, uh, and of course, I'm sure we're going to talk about Chippendale and go another half hour. But anyways, mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw, I saw zero of it. I was picking up our friends from the airport that we had in Texas doing the job. Uh, so Dutters and Rob are safely home now. Um, he wasn't looking good on the way out, unfortunately. Um, but uh, but so I didn't get to see any wrestling this evening. Um, and hell, I didn't even get to finish an entire episode of AEW last week. Uh, I was so busy, but, uh, uh, Mike, so what did I, what, what's going on in WWE land tonight? Cause that's kind of the purpose of this show originally. Um, not much. Okay. Uh, we're, we're and a week moving away. on. Uh, what, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're a week away from Hell in a Cell. What? Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. A week from Sunday is the Hell in a Cell. Oh my God. It's June 5th, isn't it? Well, they say a week from Sunday. Which is two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Mike. Okay. There, there's weeks. one. You made it sound like it was in like six days. There's one Raw and two SmackDowns. It's not a lot. It's a lot of ground to cover. 
Oh, it is a lot of ground to cover. A lot could happen. Look, lot looking could happen. at what they did tonight, where they had three hours and booked one match, you know. So um, what, what did they do? Is it are they doing this because they're maybe running out of talent? They're not running out of talent. They're just not using the talent they have, and they're consolidating titles and they're forcing people to walk away. Like, Jeez. you know, yeah, yeah. Now, now all the tag titles are on two people. And yes. we don't have and we don't have a tag title match. Yes. All the main titles are on one person and he wasn't even on tonight's show. Okay. Um Bianca is wasn't was on tonight's show, but you know, didn't wrestle. Didn't even really talk as far as I can remember. Uh we now have confirmed to be a triple threat match between Bianca, Asuka, and Becky at Hell in a Cell yet to be confirmed if it's going to be inside a cell. As of right now, we only have one cell. Imagine that's Seth versus Cody. I'm sorry. Um, I have to clarify real quick. I did not mean to ha-ha the, uh, the comment about being in the ER. That was a misfire on my thumb. Uh, so uh, so uh, shout out to Tina. I'm hoping everything's okay with Junior out there. Oh, nasty virus and a fever. Oof. That's not good. Oh, definitely take care. Definitely take care out there. So, anyways, you were saying, uh, so um, so it's just like it, it sounds like just meandering wrestling. Is that really Raw, Raw, like, Raw well, is a meandering see, show, isn't it? WWE is a meandering product because right now there's no direction because all of the titles are consolidated into the bloodline and no one is really being lined up to feud with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess maybe the Street Profits, maybe, but. Um, and maybe Riddle's looking to go after Roman, but nothing has been set up or anything like that. It's just, it's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, uh, they told us last week on SmackDown that we were going to have a future tournament for the women's tag team championships. Okay. Didn't mention jack shit about that. Yeah. And where are these teams coming from? Right. Uh, NXT probably. They're going to have to at this point, right? Yep. So you're gonna have hear that. We're gonna have some makeshift teams like, like crazy. Elect Alexa Bliss and Lacey Evans, maybe. Sure. Who knows? For reasons, yeah. Ugh. Or, or you know, like, or they'll wait until Hell in a Cell is over and they'll team Alexa and Asuka because okay. they both have names that begin and end with the letter A. That's kind of where we're at, isn't it? So. Uh, Tina's saying, yeah, Rose going after Roman, uh, then Randy, then Drew at Clash. Yeah, but see, that, see, nothing on TV has really set that up yet. Like, Roman, Roman prevented, um, uh, RK Bro from winning the titles. Right. But that's basically it. And then the Bloodline took out both guys. So it doesn't look like we're having a main title match at Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, as of right now, I mean, you know, if you want to promote a main title match, you haven't booked anything yet. That's two months. That's two pay-per-views in a row without a world title. Right. Right. Well, like well, I miss Brock. Yeah. That's, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Brock was delivering some gold there going into WrestleMania though. Wasn't yeah. it? I mean, it really was a high point. So, well, okay. Uh, well, that's the, your WWE report, I suppose. Cause is it really, yeah, I mean, there wasn't really it? too much else to happen. Like, uh, Almost and Lashley are going to have yet another match uh, with a stipulation to be determined by MVP, even though motherfuckers just had a cage match last week on Raw. Huh. 
I don't know. So, I, well, then it's a good thing that I booked George Ross here this week um, because there was some activity. Again, you know I like the the checkout wrestling shows in other areas and uh, got to check out Horror Slam, something that we've heard so much about, of course, uh, when uh, George has been on the show in the past. And it was, it was kind of fun to check it out in person uh, this, this time around. Uh, happening here. This is, I, I think I counted Georgia. This is my sixth promotion that I've got to visit uh, in the greater Detroit area. What other promotions have you been to? I then? can't remember half of them. There's the one, in the, uh, here's how I remember it. The one in the bar where the guy's elbow was on fire. Uh, the one by, between the golf cart and the, and the, uh, and the mini golf. Um, the one several, several, several years ago where I saw Katie Arquette. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the one that was run by Rude Boy International Big Time Wrestling, where I learned about yes. where I learned yes. about MM3's entire family at a show that was dubbed a Hall of Fame induction ceremony, um, but was uh, free tickets and you could buy pizza on a Sunday. Uh, and uh, let's see, let's see that there was our, our friends uh, the No Peace RSW show uh, a few weeks ago. We did for IWTV, and then this one is that six of them? That seems right. Um, but I was trying to find, I was trying to count them all out, but yeah, that seems, that seems about right. Yeah. That's about how many wrestling shows I've seen in the Detroit area. Okay. So out different ones every time. So I don't know what that says, but, uh, I, and, and I noticed the vibe, uh, uh, there was a very like, like people are running down Detroit wrestling and death match. And we're going to tell you about it. Um, I got, I, I love how fucking wild West it is up there. It is. Yeah, we talk about like like how like how Wild West and, and crazy crowd like RWA is here in the area. Like Detroit's a whole other thing. Well, Detroit is and I is is I don't think I've been to a show in the greater Detroit area where I didn't feel like I might have been in danger at some point during a show. And that's a that's a compliment, if you will. I mean, there was I think it's a second one of the, the second or third show I ever did. There was almost a riot. So. Yeah. <laughs> Like and that's wrestling, man. Like that's crazy, wild wrestling. That is that vibe. When I started going to the Gathering of the Juggalos and seeing JCW wrestling there, that it's the same vibe. Whether it's a Juggalo show or not, right? Whether it's Madman Pondo or Briar Wellington or any of those guys that I'm familiar with from the Juggalo stuff on there, like there's this just fuck you attitude in all of that wrestling up there, right? I mean, yeah, especially if you, I mean, you could tell probably from the, the, the shoot promo following the four-way title match, correct? Right. I mean, you know, but like, I don't know. I mean, like, a lot of people seem to say there's a lot of Michigan drama, but I mean, I would argue there's just as much West Virginia and Pittsburgh drama. Oh, so, absolutely. You know, I, I'd argue that just wrestling is just drama in general. Like, you know, there's mm. just, it's just our workplace drama is much more colorful than, you know. <laughs> People who would work at a you know a normal office. Right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's a little shot of a uh, big con from the Ascension. Big con and Ace Evans of the Nomads. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, of course, I I'm I like, oh, I'm going to buy this table in the back, and then uh, that means like maybe you know I'll be away from the action and everything. No, they found me every damn time. Uh, so <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Um, but this this was and I and I noticed the trend. Like usually it's like, hey, first half of the show is going to be a wrestling show. Second half of the show, you're going to get out the glass a little bit. Um, so, so, t and this is something you've talked about in the past before this place. Uh, and I know there was a guy that you were really excited about, and I was, I was kind of enjoying uh, once we got uh, uh, into it. Um, one, it, oh, and also it's good to see like some familiar faces, like Zach Thomas, who's getting hit right there. 
Um, I think he's about to come back. Yeah, he's pissed now. Um, <laughs> and that's Missy just saying, oh, hey, I know that guy. Uh, but um, <clears throat> I love her reaction to that one. Um, I did pitch the, some locals uh, promotions to get Midwest, Midwest to come in the area because um, they were they were just a blast to watch out there. So, um, but you know, bet- between all that, like you know, like I say, the first half seems to be like a hey, you know, wrestling show. Wrestling. Like there were six matches at the show a couple weeks ago, and then it got crazy, right? Um, with all the weapons and, and light tombs and things like that. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I don't know where I was going with that because I'm so my brain's so fried right now. I got the, the Jack, Jackson Stone, the uh, the uh, Shogun Suplex that, Shogun. That one was based like the way I typify that one was. It's basically like something straight out of like a real life Capcom versus Marvel, right? Really? Because the other I guys. Mean, well, yeah, because you have like you you have like you know you have Cobra Kai martial arts dojo, uh, you know dojo master against uh, you know a suplexing Shogun. Like I mean, come on. That was great. That was straight great. out of Black Lightning. Yeah, and I saw these Cobra Kai guys. I almost wore my Cobra Kai shirt. I'm like, nope, nope. I, I have a. I'm in Detroit. I don't know if he's on the show, but he's probably on the show, right? Um, and 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 then when we attended those couple of shows over the weekend, um, I really think that uh, uh, we had an entire faction of 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 uh, uh, Cobra Kai guys too, right? So, um, I guess that's just a Detroit thing. They're just all all into it, um, but. Uh, it's it, it, it and I loved him getting like upset about somebody yelling Miyagi Do in the front row, uh, some little kid. So, um, anyways, and there's some more calamity there. I think that's how the match ended because George threw it out, not a count out. He threw it out. George, I had a call. I had I had I had beef with some of your calls all night. I mean, it was okay. So if it's a match based on knockout or submission, mm-hmm. primarily based on strikes and suplexes. Immediately, immediately preceding me throwing it out, Shogun began to use a chair, and they they would not come back to the ring. I had to throw it out, Sword. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just because you know we weren't at that wild west portion of the show yet. No, As no, did, that was the first. I mean, it's its own kind of wild west, I think. By the way, some lady sits at our table. So, uh, I saw that. Did yeah. you see this? <laughs> she sits. No, no. The great thing was she gets her purse, leaves her beer. She says, "I'm going outside for I don't know, probably smoke or something. Can you keep an ear, uh, uh, an eye on the beer for me?" So I, I go to Missy and I'm like, "Listen, either she's just told us not to roofie her, or she told us to please roofie her, and she wants a threesome. Either way, I don't know. There's a lot of trust happening right now. So, but look where we are. But." uh <laughs> By the way, and Missy, and, and, and you, 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 you try to solve it because I, I, Missy did want to go to another deathmatch show after having to um, be the streaming supervisor for uh, uh, RSW a couple weeks ago, and she does not like the blood. Plus, she had to watch the uh, the uh, John Moxley Tom Lawler Defy sh- match from a few weeks ago too. So uh, uh, you kind of lulled her into this one. Well, look, I honestly, I didn't think it would get as crazy. I mean, honestly, I don't think it was as crazy as, to, you know, the triple threat one at the end was a bit crazy. But, I mean, Briar and Dirty Ron was, you know, was, wasn't nearly as crazy as some of Briar's other ones. I, mm-hmm. I, I, sell, I mean, sell Mad uh, Mike on Dirty Ron McDonald. And I'll throw a video up here in a second. I mean, he's he's got the sauce. Uh he weighs in at seven thousand one hundred and twenty-four spicy chicken McNuggets. He's straight out the ball pit. I mean, what's not to like about Dirty Ron McDonald after that? Mike, this guy came. That's out. a lot of information right there. This, that's his intro. That's his that, intro, man. That is a, that is 
I mean, now I I have a question. Um, does he have a dirty Ron McDonald Land gang? Oh, there were some allusions to that. I think because promo. if he has like a lucha grimace, I think that's what'll hook. Uh, during the match, I think someone told told him to treat Briar Rollington like he was the hamburger. <laughs> okay, but now, or okay, see, now we're getting in the weeds here because if he's dirty, Ron McDonald, does that make the does that mean the hamburger is a hand is an antihero? I mean, maybe the hamburger is only stealing those hamburgers to feed his family in the first place. Exactly. That's that's what I, that's what I'm wondering. Because like in normal McDonald man. Very, very clear and canonical that the hamburger was a bad dude. But if it's dirty Ron McCobb, maybe the hamburger is his arch enemy and is really a hero. So, well, on that, uh, go ahead, Sorks. So, so, Mike, uh, just a little bit of color on this, uh, real mm-hmm. quick. So, so, Ron McDonald uh, came out before intermission, cut a promo, talking about mm-hmm. he's going to beat up the guy, and uh, uh, then, then threw himself into thumbtacks. Okay. And then went to intermission to sign autographs. Okay. Before coming back to the match. Hmm. Yes. Oh, and they were that was uh, the first one immediately after intermission. Yes. That was the popcorn match. I would I would hope so. Yes. Um It was the okay. damnest dude, it's the damnest thing I ever seen. And it was a long promo. And then the other guy comes out, somebody I know for was definitely at the first juggler show I ever went to, Brian Wellington, still running up there. And uh, do do I you know doing this? Uh, of, of course, uh, is he general the king or the prince of deathmatch wrestling or something, George? Because I know there was a Burger he was King the reference. Undisputed king of status. Oh, okay. So there's yeah. a you know Burger King versus. He's also mm-hmm. recently restarted rebuilding himself as the real live horror show, and um, mm. he's undeniable. You know, the undeniable one as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember the we, Richie boy do days. Do we have a taco-themed luchador that he could wrestle against in a Live Mobs match? Wore the crown and everything. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they can bring somebody in. And yes, that is a weed whacker. Mm-hmm. I, I assumed it was. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a lot going on. There's a lot going there's on a there. Lot going on. And this is all that guy in the front row took his shirt off at one time. We're we're not sure he was drinking piss or not. Um, that's uh, my, that's tea. Don't worry, Mike wasn't okay. really drinking tea. Okay, I don't know. I listen. I'm well. Into, I mean, if he's in the ball pit. Listen, I mean, I've been to plenty of gatherings. Okay, and um, and I'm in Detroit. And regardless of this being a juggalo show or not, uh, George, same vibe, like. Same vibe. I'm sorry. It's quasi juggalo show, I suppose. It's a deathmatch show in Detroit. So, so it's how, well, juggalish. It, it's oh, it's definitely juggalish. 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 Um, show title. Um, meandering juggalish. Got it. Uh, <laughs> okay, and tagged. Okay. Um, but no, yeah. Holy crap, a weed whacker. I think they only weed, weed whacked the bum. Uh, on that one, so it's wrestling on Earth six one six, but yeah, no, because I mean that's that Detroit vibe, right? Um, like really, at least the wrestling vibe that I've seen in the crowd. Well, uh, I mean, you know, once we let me know when you're ready. To, you know, obviously we there was plenty of good sideshow stuff, but when you're ready to talk about the the great championship match that happened, 
<laughs> okay, talk about the talk about the championship match. There was there was a couple of, of these death matches, and then um uh again the light tubes were coming out on the next ones and everything. Right, actually for at least uh, the, the the for two matches, and then you had like a four away uh uh match with two guys that won gut check including some that we've we've seen somebody we've seen a lot yeah this is, a lot, uh, jason hodge you know, this is jason hodge uh and jack price the co co-winners of gut check 2022 um not to mention tommy vendetta who sorg is familiar with because he is one of the gentlemen who uh went through the barbed wire trampoline so after you go from this one where we're uh throw, doing the glass pretty severely in the crowd by the way in the crowd we rolled to a nice uh i want to say scientific because there was a lot of brawling and uh and everything so uh but but some tremendous stuff there i'm sorry finish that yeah but no, then the, the champions uh mm3 right there in the green and yellow yes wow. it was tremendous yeah um but yeah no like this you know the I mean, this is the kind of stuff that you know, these are the kind of guys I get to work with all the time. Every time I go up there, you know, it's not mm-hmm. just, you know, you know, light tubes and, you know, thumbtacks and fire, uh, you know, although there was fire, I had to put out some more fire. Um, yes, you did. Not a Joey Janela fire. That was, an interesting I, I was, thing. I was going to ask about that. My we... foot did not catch on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, if there you, you go. knew someone was There's going some to fire. throw a flaming super kick, would you have more than one, uh, half-filled bottle of water at the ready uh ideally i would think you'd have a fucking bucket yep okay just want one clarification i mean let's just say that you know one of the only other times you know we do like major fire um sword wasn't there for this one but this was a you know a baseball bat that was wrapped in a towel that ended up getting lit on fire we oh i forgot well, well i showed the elbow did you that was, yeah <laughs> I, I just showed the elbow from uh ron mcdonald so there's actually um, there's actually uh, some history to the flaming elbow in Detroit. Um, yep, that's MM3, what I saw last time. Yeah, no, MM3's father uh, DBA also use, utilizes. Yep, the, uh, that's when I was elbow. having a conversation with Soul Taker about Beastman. I looked up and his elbow was on fire. Yes. Yep. In a bar. Yep. And, and also, I want to notice, like uh, you know, it wasn't so much calamity, but you notice on this video, he's really close to the ceiling on this one. Mm-hmm. Well, the. Uh, Unfortunately, like there, there is a problem with some of some of the venues in Detroit where you get some notoriously low ceilings. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Facade would be putting uh, some that's, of that. Right? It, it looks like notoriously bad. flammable ceiling. Yeah, that that really kind of does. Oh man. Yeah, you could you missed it, but I had to, you know I ended up uh, stamping out the uh, stamping out the, the the elbow pad before you know he hits his his driver to you know hit the finish so. Well, we'll take another look at that again. That's probably for the video. best. Well, yeah. be, I mean, the referee's all about safety, right? For oh, everybody. Yeah. Yes, yeah, right there. I see you doing a little right dance. And bang. That's not a clog da- dance in the background. I see what you're doing. So, <laughs> Although you could be confused with some of the imagery, uh, you know, given the German imagery of the venue. Oh, my God. Tina's reminding me. I, like, I love that Tina knows more GCW history than I do right off the top of my head. Because I've attended the gathering, that's why I don't remember most of it. Um, <laughs> Too tough. Tony used to do a flaming fist in GCW, JCW days, struggle wrestling days. I believe I witnessed that. Um, yeah. So uh, 
Jeez. Uh, but no, you had a great four-way match. And again, between like two people from Gut Check and then one that's doing what I ICW in uh in Yeah, in- Tom Tommy's been working for ICW. He's he's worked for AAW in Chicago. Um, he's all over the state of Michigan. Um you know, uh former former horse I, I believe he's both a former horse slam heavyweight and deathmatch champion on top of it all. So that was him and just went through a door. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's um he's affiliated with the Death Threat Army, the Death Threat Army guys. Okay, uh, it, him and Jack Price and Aaron O'Ryan, Adam Wick, and uh, Ag- Alex Weir. He had very um ELP vibes to me. Would be my comparison if you're if you haven't seen him or you're not seeing the video with him, uh, right now. So, um, no, definitely gotta check out. And he was a lot of fun on the other show too. Oh, there's more of that. Um, so, and there's the, there's everybody after the match. Um, that was great. Uh, and, and I think, what was it? Uh, Price was one guy's name. Um, the other gut yeah, check Black, guy, Black, Black Diamond, Jack Price. Yes. He's another guy. I'm not sure that I have been familiar with. Um, so, and then the main event, of course, there were pine cones. The pine cones did not get used. Um, <laughs> wait, how, wait, hold on, hold wait, on. Wait, 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 you want to go back to the pine cones? How do you have a whole pine cone set up like that and not use it? Well, the one guy tore uh, well, it apart. It's you... Chekhov's board of pine cones. Naturally, when you're a heel, sometimes you destroy some of the deathmatch stuff that looks cool so the fans can't see anyone use it. Yeah, the guy... Oh, was... okay, okay, okay. So it was used, just not on. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was denied. It was denied. Okay, so if you, if you okay. take a look at the footage that, that Sorg just had, the guy on the left, uh hello hard body uh teased <laughs> using the uh he teased using the pine cones and he just he ripped the board up and needless okay, to say okay. the fan the, the fans being as bloodthirsty as they were were a bit pissed that he did not satiate their thirst but the, the okay pine. all right uh, that made i was gonna say if it was just left lying there that but, being okay, said okay. i have seen i've seen a michinoku driver under you under a humongous garbage bag uh garbage bags worth of uh, pine cones yep so. and of course in our staple of these shows of course we went outside for the main event well of course yeah so that is uh the swamp daddy brutus atwell a good friend of mine he is uh, a recent graduate of the house of truth about two years you know oh. i refereed his second match about 16 months ago um before he even really found his gimmick and then he's uh that's him and brett havoc right there i believe brett havoc's based out of indiana Ooh. Um, but this, this was Brett's like second match up there, I believe, because he, he, he was a replaced, he was an ad for, uh, wait, this is your he, second match as a death match, but no second match in horror slam. Oh, yeah, okay. Was, yeah. And yes, that no. guy, that guy just jumped off the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no. Yeah. So Brett Havoc, Brett Havoc had debuted in a death match against, uh, Dale Patrick's on the show prior to this. And that was the finish of the match, wasn't it? <laughs> No, uh, there sure wasn't. wasn't. No, wait, oh, there wasn't. It looked like it was a finish. No, he didn't pen up. He got oh, up. Oh, it. okay, okay. He got up off it because they brawled back into the building. I don't even know what he's hitting with right now. Are what those skewers? No. Amazingly, skewers were the thing I didn't see this time. Hmm. Although I was really impressed at last show when I saw skewers in somebody's back. You saw Darren McCarty take skewers. I don't even know. <laughs> no, you 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 did you recorded it sorry I, I, <laughs> listen man you recorded a four-time stanley cup champion eating skewers wait what that was that guy that was selling cbd out in the lobby 
You don't know who Darren McCarty is, brother, brother? Mike, can you help me out here? Uh, no. You're, you, I mean, you're, or he's you're, a four-time Detroit, four-time Stanley Cup champion with the Detroit Red Wings. I, I don't, I don't bother with, with, with the Red Wings. Oh, <laughs> you know, he's local sports royalty. And I, I mean, and, and I haven't worked with that Red Wings fan for about twelve years, so I'm out of the loop. So, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think of who like uh, a really good, like a similar. Uh, like It'd a be good... like if Phil Kessel did Deathmatch. No. No, because McCarty wasn't like he wasn't like like the Phil Kessel type of scorer. You was know? he in that? Like was he in the 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 battle royal thing that we did? <laughs> he was, yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense then. Yes. Okay, that's why I'm like I don't know I don't know any of these people. Yeah, yeah no, that's why that's why he hates skewers. <laughs> Jeez, even the hockey players are getting in the death matches. This is crazy. Jeez. What? I mean, I guess it's not too far off from hockey when you think about it. At the same time, like, you have to admit, like, you know, considering that, like, you know, that show not only does it have all, you know, the, some, you know, we're bringing in, like, you know, guys like Dirty Ron from, you know, he's based out, I believe, out of California. I heard promotion. San Diego, right? So. Yeah, I think the main promotion is Fist Combat. Yes. Out there. Um, you know, but we have the last three gut check winners. So, you know, not only that, like, that, you know, none of those guys even have any of the belts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, like the roster's deep, um, you know, and, you know, it's helped me help, you know, working up there has helped get me on the radar. And Absolutely. I'm going to keep going up there. Some good stuff over there. Uh, check out Horror Slam if you're uh, in the Pittsburgh or bleh, in the Detroit. Where am I at right now? In the Detroit area. Of course. Um, so, uh, and and George, thank you for introducing me. Um, the wife is not going to thank you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could I could tell from her, you know, her just her her face during some of the photos you posted online. Just she did not seem to. I me. I had to uh, I had to convince her to stay for the main event. Uh, she's like, I don't think I can take one more of these. So I'm like, we're here. We're here for George. Like, we have George has a moment. So, you know. What moment would I have had, Sword? I don't know. I just edited you and Erie um, earlier today, just biting it uh, from Bill Collier. So, uh, oh that. yeah, how'd that look? Well, it looked pretty good. It looked pretty cool. good. <laughs> so that is actually uploading right now. To uh, your preview link is uploading as well as the VOD. So, Sword, um, we we have breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news regarding Hell in a Cell. Okay. Bum, bum, MV- bum. MVP has picked the stipulation. Hell in a Cell. <laughs> do we have a hell in the cell match we have one what, which one is it seth versus cody oh okay but sure sure yeah yeah okay. you know cody's beat him twice but i'm sure seth will get him this time um <laughs> uh the the stipulation is bobby lashley versus Omos. and mvp in a handicap oh match. wow <laughs> Jeez, freaking <sighs> rinse or repeat. What the I, I I just want I just want to clarify. Bobby Lashley is two and one against the Moss. Mm. He's two and one mm-hmm. because he won the cage match last week mm-hmm. because he did the Bobby Lashley cage slide, which is <sighs> going through a wall. For two yep. Yep. No, it, yeah. It's bad yeah. when it's bad when that spot is predictable. Oh no, no, it was great. It was great. It was fantastic. But like that should be the end of the feud. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Should be the end of the feud. All right. Or or 
it should be building to a hell in a cell. George, have you watched Chippendale? <laughs> I have not. Oh, <laughs> you might want to back off on this one because I have a feeling we're going to go a little crazy right now. Um, are, it, it, we, we will continue. If you want to stay on, mm-hmm. we're going to get spoilerly on oh, this yeah. one. I don't know how much you really don't want, want to be surprised when you go into Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, the movie. Is it, when did this even come out? Over it the came weekend. out on Friday. Is it animated? Yeah. Um, Ish. Ish. It, it's it's the spiritual sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Absolutely. Like so much so, Roger Rabbit is in the movie. Yes, doing oh. the, doing the Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. God, it. it is kind of late, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna go watch the movie right now. Well, yeah, for a honestly, Ross, it's, it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's it, good. It's, it's it's a quick watch. It's fun. It's a nice jaunt. It's a nice jaunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, referee George Ross, where can people find you online? Refresh oh, my memory because I kept forgetting where to tag you. I mean, it's just Facebook. If you find, you know, search That's referee right. George Ross, will probably come up. So yeah. there you go. My, my last name's uh, long and Hungarian and stupid. So. <laughs> Uh, you should see them the wrestling promoters. I have to figure out their names, um, especially here in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, but anyways, uh, thank you so much for uh, dropping in on this and uh, giving a little bit of background to uh, the, to Horror Slam. Go check it out on Facebook and uh, and wherever they social media. And of course, if you check on my feed on Sorgatron on Instagram or Twitter uh, and believe my Facebook as well, uh, you will find clips and videos from uh, the, much like what we were showing here on the show. So. Thank you, George. And we'll let you go before we spoil uh, uh, Chippendale. Yes, Godspeed to both of you guys. All right, thanks. So I love I love these when they're not like a kids movie, Mike. Mm-hmm. I love it when when the characters grow up with us, and um, and 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 of course I just to, I just have to read this, and we're getting the spoiler zone before I do this, but I think a lot of people will probably see in the news. Oh yeah, no, no, justice, we're gonna spoil the shit. Justice for Ugly Sonic from Tina. Indeed. Indeed. Oh my. Um, oh, sword. What was your biggest pop of the movie? Um, seeing Blaster from Transformers in the crowd at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, that was a good one. I mean, and of course, He Man and Skeletor uh, bickering with each other was another big one for me too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, um, for for me, it was MC Swat Cat dancing with Paula Abdul. That was that was nice too. That was I. Nice. I screamed. <laughs> I I I was and that was a de-aged Paula Abdul. Oh, absolutely! Too. Like they used the de-aging technology for a ten-second clip, basically in the background. <laughs> oh no, um, that was that was a very presented clip, I think. But it was a it was a color clip. You know what I mean? It was just it like, was, yeah. It was it was wonderful. Everything about it was perfection. Yes. Um. Also, the the second thing I I really really had a big reaction for the looney tunes tv dinner the foghorn leghorn tv dinner in chip's refrigerator i missed that oh yeah i missed that i freaked out i'm like oh all right all right so we just don't have any no, 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 no. I did find an article because especially it was mostly around the ugly Sonic, and obviously there's other people in there too. Uh, basically, they would they would write in somebody, some other character, and they wanted to be you know they wanted the, the, like the, the director said that I didn't want it to be a Disney Plus commercial, right? 
Right, yeah. Because remember, no, I, Ready Player sense. One Ready Player One felt a lot like a Universal Studios Spielberg commercial, right? Uh, like, really bad. And and that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I liked it. Based off a book. Yeah, it was fun. That's that. It was fun. You know, that's fine. Like the book had no such no, 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 no. So, but, uh, Sorg, I'm also putting a video in the in the chat room mm-hmm. that breaks down over a hundred cameos. Nice. So they talked about every time they wanted to do a cameo of somebody that wasn't a Disney property, um, they had to get the lawyers on the phone, <laughs> and then he had to well, explain uh, the scene and pitch I don't it. Think, sometimes I don't think they did. It sounds like the ugly Sonic may not have been a permission situation. Well. The thing is, they built themselves a loophole. Because <gasps> they built their own ugly Sonic? No. No? Because they built in the story around bootlegging things. That is true. That is true. Like, Which is they, hilarious because it is like a legit Disney problem. How many times mm-hmm. have you seen the shitty Little Mermaid thing? Of you course. Know? Especially in the early days of Netflix streaming. Yeah, absolutely. But like, they built in their own or, solution. Yes. Like, like, if you look at the, towards the end, where they show the various parts of cartoon characters that they have, mm-hmm. sort there was a Pikachu tail there. Mm-hmm. There was Snoopy like, ear. There's the Snoopy ear. There was the smile from Ickis from Ah Real Monsters. Jeez. Like th- there was a bunch of random, random shit in there. There was Jimmy Neutron's hair. Like <laughs> there's a lot of random shit in there. And then at the end, when all the bootleg characters came out, you had um, the Bigfoot from a Goofy movie wearing Fred Flintstone's outfit. Like, oh my god, there's so much wild shit going on in that movie. It was absolutely ridiculous. And the movie itself is good. Like, even if you take out all the all the cameos and the Easter eggs and all that stuff, the movie was fun oh yeah absolutely it was a lot of fun um it, it, the, the, the voices i won't spoil the voices that they had in there but the who they had for the, the 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 detective and the and the main baddie um you know and and everybody knows the seth rogan's in this thing um there's a, there's a <laughs> seth boy Ro- is he there's a, a lot of seth rogan I, I there's at least one point where seth rogan faces off with himself in a, in a three in a times way. three times it happened Three no, Sorg, Sorg. That was Enter the Rogan verse. <laughs> he he was face to face to face to face to face. Oh, were they all in that that scene? They were all his characters. Oh, I didn't I didn't catch that much. I didn't. That's I why that. they all laughed at the same time. Oh, uh, okay. And they were uh, all listen, man. Laughs. I'm still I'm still trip lagged when I was watching that last night. I definitely need to watch it again uh, mm-hmm. to catch all the little details like that. So um, and apparently uh, something I missed that was. In the background, one of the shots was the spray paint uh, that Miles Morales did from Into the Spider-Verse. No. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Jeez. Well, they own that, technically, so. No, they don't. Well, they, 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 well, no, no, no. No, they don't. That's Sony. It's a movie. That's strictly Sony. Well, that's, that's not the MCU tie-in. That is, um, I'm going to say it's going to be easier for them to get that than Sonic. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm sure that somebody had to place a call since they were doing a movie, mm-hmm. but also this wasn't a theatrical movie, so I have a feeling. No, it wasn't. So I have a feeling that loopholes everything too, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, because I mean, you're, you're not getting like revenue. And and was it a quote unquote live action movie? Um, I'd say so. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd say so. It, it's filmed. It's a lot of. Lot it, of it's filmed live action. There's a lot like, of gray area there. I think it was. No, I, I think I think that's a live action. Film. Either way, well, what, I, what do you call Roger Rabbit? Roger Rabbit's a live hybrid. action movie. Hybrid animation, <laughs> yeah, well, but it's, it's still it's, filmed. It's like it's more, it's more, it's more. Um, you're right. It is more film than than like this. Roger one. Rabbit's almost um, more animated I, than this movie. I feel. I no no. I feel like much of this movie. Um, I I bet you this movie was probably about sixty percent animated, eh. depending on the scenes, right? Because yeah. I mean, but could, this movie also had Muppets. It did have Muppets. It had some very angry Muppets. It had Muppets. It had Claymation. Yes, yes. It had a lot of stuff. Well represented. I, it is a spiritual successor to... Um, it, it, it does feel like it lives in that Roger, like modern Roger Rabbit type mm-hmm. world. Um, uh, but, oh, and by the way, there are uh, post-credit scenes. So, you know. Post-credit or... Yeah. Like, like not post-post-credit. Oh, like, no, not post-credit. Not end-credit. Mid-credit. 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 And um and <laughs> and I really hope that does turn into a thing, um. But I, I oh no, I I think if we're going if we're going this realm, I want to see them do a live action bonkers. <laughs> Nobody's asking for a bonkers reboot, Mike. Sorg, <laughs> Sorg. Picture this: bonkers teaming with Paula Abdul, and I'm sold. I was gonna. I was gonna say bonkers, teaming with a grizzled cop by the name of Reginald Bell Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. from Die Hard. Oh, Didn't and Ghostbusters. Wait, no, I just saw him like a couple of months ago. Wait, who? Like I literally a... was in his presence. <laughs> am I? Am I? Am I? Wait, wait. Who are we talking at about? A, again? At a '90s Comic Con, the dad from Family Man. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh, I'm thinking the dad from Fresh Prince. That was Shredder. Oh, no, that no. Was, he, that he, was, he passed some time. Who was also Shredder in the 80s yes. Ninja Turtles. Yes. Um, so, excuse me. Um, that, that That's on me. Um, but anyways. Uh, By the way, now that we've done this, there's no way that the next Ninja Turtles movie shouldn't just be the animated Turtles. Sure. <laughs> interacting with real people hey we've already had the no more no more suits just do the animated turtles get the voice actors from the 80s they're all still alive they're all kicking of of the turtles of the turtles and just just fucking do it well we did have the the cartoon crossover remember the turtles forever right yeah but i i want live action now well now you can mix all yeah you can do it because you have the suits with the Mm -hmm. cg michael bay ones with Mm -hmm. the Whatever the fuck they're doing now with Rise of Ninja Turtles. Yep, enter uh, the Turtleverse. Yes. Let's do it. You got and you Let's got, and you got Batman it. in there. Turtleverse got... in time. <laughs> let's just let's just do it. All right, Mike. I need to kick out of here before I pass out. Um, but uh, I'm glad we got to talk about all the things. Uh, um, thank you so much. Oh, Sorg. I, if you think I'm done talking about Rescue Rangers. <laughs> You have another thing. Uh, well, well, we got need something for Ronnie when he joins us tomorrow, right? That's true. And and, and next week we will be talking Obi Wan. Oh yes. Oh, so yes. Sorg, you know what I say? You know how I'm gonna greet you next week when we do a show? Hmm. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Hello uh, there. Hello there. Ah, you dropping those wait. tweets on me? Um. Hello there. Hello there. 
Damn it. Damn it. Um, tomorrow, Mike, uh-huh. we have a guest in studio. Yes. Who is that guest? I, I, I don't remember his what, name. Cal Poke Paul. Okay. And I, I don't have, know why. I thought it was Pete. That's why I didn't want No, it's not Cal Poke Pete. Cal Poke Paul. Okay. That's more. It flows better. It's uh, it's gonna look good on a t-shirt, and oh, oh we're gonna we're gonna come up with some t-shirts, <laughs> oh, and we're gonna talk about what happened over the last time we had a new recruit from Rise Wrestling on. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure Ronnie's gonna be in studio. He better because he has my footage from Two PW this past weekend. I need to edit. Uh, so, um, <laughs> uh, oh, Stranger Things as well. Holy crap! Yeah, I'm not uh, ready. You, not ready. Did you see the episode length for Stranger did Things? Not? Oh yeah, I saw that. Yes. Each of them are like a fucking hour and a I don't half care. at minimum. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, give me more. Give me. I don't. More. I don't know. Let's do it. Let's I don't do it. know. Listen, I just watched. I'm the gonna final. watch because I'm literally, a completionist at this. Point, I just finished. Geez. I just finished last night. Lost in space. Uh, our flag means death. <laughs> and okay. then watched Chippendale and watched the last three episodes of Halo. Oh wow! Okay, there was a lot of catching up happening. Uh, apparently yes by the way the george carlin documentary is wonderful oh i gotta get that in i might watch it, a little bit it's absolutely one it's two it's two parts it's about a three and a half four hour watch mm-hmm. but it's wonderful yep awesome it's absolutely mad mike 483 on the twitter yeah i do stuff and things and tweet about stuff mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And I am at Sorgatron. And, and I tell Tony Khan to book more than one match, on, more more than one women's match on Dynamite. You coward. Yes, yes, he does. Yes, he does. I'm at Sorgatron on Twitter. You can follow my adventures where I've been the last two weeks there, including um, hanging out with Dutters at Dollywood last week, last Monday. Uh, and also um, uh, just Michigan. Just a lot of Michigan. And cars and stuff like that. And guys with glasses that look really a lot cooler and sunglasses than I probably do. Anyways, we'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. Please stay tuned for Silk Stock. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.